I gotta wish every day was Saturday when I wake up because that means I wouldn't have to wake up as early. Uh, well, I don't work on a Friday, so. <laughs> oh, you don't work on a Friday? What, what, what oh, the hell are you, the boss? Hey, yeah, something like. That. Uh, we all know who the boss is. Southern California. California. It's the slightly serious show. The slightly serious show. The furthest thing from serious. And now, here is your host, Slightly, along with co-host Eric from Georgia. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Slightly Serious Show. It's a new week, it's a new day, and it is Monday, August 23rd, 2021. Still, one you know, another day passes by as we uh, you know close in on September 14th, which is the big day here in the state of California, where we hope to God that we uh, recall California Governor Newsom and get rid of Mr. Gestapo himself, and uh, hopefully, uh, we'll, we'll we'll give a little bit more on that later on in the show. But uh, anyways, hopefully everybody had a fantastic weekend. Um, pretty much for the most part, we had an enjoyable weekend. Big Sexy and I, he uh, continued to cook some fantastic meals and stuff like that. Of course, you can always go check those out over on his Instagram uh, page over there. So make sure you go ahead and do that. And uh, I don't know. I, I forget what we did Friday, but I was with you guys Friday night. Uh, but Saturday, uh, pretty much chilled, ran a few errands and stuff like that. And uh, made some beef jerky. And uh, Sunday, we did the same thing, made some more jerky. And uh, in addition to that, we uh, you know ran around, uh, did some errands, relaxed a little bit, slept in for a while. And then we, uh, we kind of went out and uh, visited my father. He lives eh, four miles away. You know, it's always good to see uh, you know, the parents every once in a while. And uh, especially when you're seeking some advice and all that. So went over there. I, I ran over there, I don't know, around 6 o'clock. Uh, Big Sexy was continuing to uh, cook pastries. And so he joined me, I don't know, an hour and a half later. And uh, so we went over there uh, after some fantastic spaghetti. Uh, did he, uh, any of you, uh, either you or uh, Eric, uh, get a chance to see the, uh, the black ink spaghetti? I saw that, yes. It looked interesting. Oh, it was really, it was, oh my God. And the sauce was, oh, unbelievable. It was amazing. A new follower. Oh, Britney Spears just followed us. How about that, folks? Oh, oh right. yeah. That's right. All sorts of possibilities. Wow. Dad gives up the uh, control, huh? Yes, exactly. I didn't get to see it. Um, is it black ink because it's made something with octopus, maybe? Yes. Well, uh, it's made with, uh, it's, it's basically just the, the, the color, the dye of it. Okay. And so, uh, yeah, that's why it was black. But, you know, I, you know, because that was the first thing when he told me that it was uh, oct- octopus uh, ink and all that. I'm like, you know, I don't like seafood. And, slightly. You, there's got to be seafood that you like you're just not aware of. Well, I see some food and I like it, but not yeah. seafood. <laughs> not yeah. from the ocean. I'm sure we could find some kind of seafood. You've got to try hogfish because it doesn't even taste like fish. It is awesome. Nice. Very cool. I, I, I will have to, I'll, you know, when I come and visit you in Florida or wherever, Tennessee, or wherever the hell you might be. We'll uh, find some. Yeah, I don't we'll think find, we'll find it in Tennessee, so hit it up in Florida. Okay. Well, we can go there as long as it's not humid. When's the best time to go to Florida when it's not humid? <laughs> Never. 
<laughs> Are you serious? Oh, it's yeah. It's winter. You're probably not going to have it too humid. But uh, as far as like summer, spring, fall, yeah, it's humid. Gotcha. Well, we'll have to figure something. We'll try it. Uh, Mary, Mary said, "I've never, I've never, I never had a hoggish hog, uh, hog. Oh, hog fish. Yeah, she said hog. Like I do, I think. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> I, I understand these things." So anyways, we're over there, and uh, we're having a good time. And I don't know. I, I forget what time it was. I want to say like around yeah, 945-ish. Our ring camera goes off, right? And so we check it out. And we see someone like climbing up our fence. Like, what the hell is going on? Uh-oh. I know, right? And out of all people, right? You know, the, the last person you would expect was actually the one doing this. And I haven't, I haven't really decided what, sh- what we should do about it yet. Uh, Big Sexy wanted to talk to this person right away. Was it me? <laughs> Not me. Me. Oh. M-E-E. No, it wasn't me. Oh, okay. Up in Los Angeles. Yeah, she's visited down there. Yeah, she has come down here. It, but it is someone that we've talked about on the show in, in the past. Newsom? No. <laughs> All right, that's my last guess. I'm done. Good guess. Eric, do you have any guesses? Mm, oh, come on. kind of slipped my mind. Um, let me, uh, I'll give you guys a hint. Think chickens. Dagmar Midcap. Oh, yeah, this bitch. I'm telling you, this gal right here, that uh, if you're on uh, DLive, DLive.tv. Forward, uh, forward slash slightly underscore serious. This lady, you know, she looks so sweet, so innocent, right? Unbelievable. And I haven't decided whether I should send this to NBC 739 yet or not, but I'll make that decision a little bit later. Ask them why they're doing an expose on your backyard and send a picture. Oh, yeah. I, I, I'm curious. <laughs> I know, right? Why I have a peeping Tom uh, climbing the fence. And I know you're all wondering. Are you just bullshitting me? Well, here you go. Here you go, folks. Now, um, I'm going to do something really quickly because I think I need to extend the camera a little bit on this. So give me a second. While you're doing that, I've got a theory already slightly. She was trying to figure out Big Sexy's latest recipe. Oh, <laughs> that's Big what it is. <laughs> she saw it on Instagram and had to have it. That might be. I, I don't know. I mean, I ha- I'll be honest with you. I have an idea. Uh, both Big Sexy and I have an idea. But this is not the only shocking part about this. And uh, we'll get to that in, in, in a little bit. And uh, I'm just trying to fix a, this image a little bit more for you so you can have a better idea what actually happened. So give me one second there. And we'll go up a little bit. Yeah, all right. There. All right. So, okay, here we are. And you see up here in the upper right-hand side of your screen, you see that door that's open right there? That is basically where we go to receive our packages. If we have someone delivering, you know, UPS, Amazon, and stuff like that, she fucking opens that up and climbs up on it, right? Hmm. And, uh, I'll let you watch the rest of it. And there's no... Uh, she gets down. She's got her. She's got her phone with her flashlight on. She's digging around, and she takes off. 
but it's like, you know, but so, right. I, and, and here's, here's a great shot for, for people right there. Doesn't that give me a second. Let me, I'm going to freeze it for you. Let's While see. you're finding that I had one last theory was big, sexy making fried chicken. Cause maybe she was a little suspicious. <laughs> no, he wasn't even home. <laughs> he was me. So you tell me, doesn't that look just like that? Uh, zoom oh, yeah. it. You can't really, from the picture I have anyway, tell, but if you zoom it in, you can probably tell. Okay. Well, if that's not, a- um, it's definitely her. Oh yeah. I guarantee you it's her. <laughs> because uh, the bright red hair and, um, and her youthful appearance. Um, and, you know, and she's 52 years old. She looks like um, she's looking at maybe a picture she took on her camera slightly. Well, I think she was trying to videotape it. And the reason why I say this, I have an idea of why she was there. See, Big Sexy, sometimes uh, our dog, she's 18 years old. Sometimes she goes uh, outside if, we're, if we leave the home and she starts barking. Because she misses us. She has, gets anxiety once in a while. Yeah. And so I'm thinking that she was over there because, generally speaking, our dog would go to the front steps of the uh, of the fence and maybe start barking because you know she misses us. But does that really give this fucking lady the right to be climbing climbing up on our property and shit like that and videotape? I mean, come on, woman. Let me ask you: Do you have a law out there where you can't have uh, unattended dog in your backyard or something? No, no. There's no such. There's no such laws. And if she's got chickens, she really has nowhere to. Nowhere she's got, to stand she's on. got turkeys too, I think. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, and I don't know if the city of Del Mar really permits that, but then again, she's a an anchor over on NBC thirty nine, so she probably can get away with whatever the hell it is that she wants. So that's but but wait, that's not all. So we see this, we immediately know who the hell it is, even sitting there at my dad's, and. You know, big sexy. He's like, uh, we're going to go have a little talk with her and uh, see, uh, you know, make sure, you know, number one, confirm that it was her and, you know, basically say, hey, what the hell? I just I just had an idea slightly. What is that? You don't send it to her news station. You send it to her competitor's news station. Oh, yeah. CBS would beat it up, wouldn't they? Or, or Fox 569 or ABC10 out there or KUSI 51. Or maybe all of them. <laughs> there you go. So, um, like I was saying, Big Sexy was uh, thinking of uh, going and paying a visit. And he decided that he was going to go ahead and do that. And so he goes over to her house. And, uh, you know, her gate is open. So he goes in there and to go knock on the door. He's got his flashlight on his phone. <laughs> And I, he only has one second of footage, folks. But here you, but here you go. Oh, your ga- That's it. Oh, wait, you didn't get a chance to see it. She say, boy, you're. Well, no, hold on. Um, let's see here. Oh, your ga- I don't know Ooh, exactly ga- what the hell she was saying, but she basically... Oh, she said, I did not go in your gate because she went inside her gate that was open to go knock on the door. And she grabbed his phone. She grabbed his phone and threw it in the fucking road. Did it break it? Yeah, it cracked the back side of his uh, his camera. Oh, then I'd definitely be giving that up to the other news sources. So, yeah, I. uh, But you could tell that was her. That's for sure. Out on that one. 
Oh yeah, when you go to her house and uh, t- you know uh, she's telling you, "Hey, I didn't go into your yard." So that right there is admitting that she went in there, and she basically was saying that she was checking the welfare of the animal. Oh, isn't that nice of her? Right. Okay, and and, and you know what? That would be acceptable. But the way you react. When he's going over there just to find out what was going on and perhaps apologize. Yeah, so he went up there, right? He's up there talking to her. And I'm down at our house, about four houses down the street. And I hear her yelling. So I start going up up the street to find out, hey, what the hell's going on? <laughs> and yeah, it was all her. So. so did you get to talk to her at all? I haven't personally spoken to her. Uh, only he spoke to her. Um, but I'd definitely be making chicken dinner now. Right? <laughs> that's, that's crazy. I don't know. Either that or maybe I'll have all of our fans uh, basically send her a letter saying, uh, you know, st- stop going into other people's property. <laughs> oh, we, we'll all get rubber chickens and cut the head off and mail them to her. Oh, there you go. <laughs> said they're all going to get rubber chickens and cut the heads off of them and send them to her. He said, oh, dear God. <laughs> uh, so anyways, that was the that was our eventful evening uh, on, at the end of the day. So That's nutty. Isn't that nutty? Especially for someone who is a I public don't, figure. A public figure, exactly. Mm-hmm. You would think. you know, And like I said, I totally get and understand that someone would come and check on the welfare of an animal. I respect that. I'm okay with that. But to act in the manner that she did when he's going over there to find out, hey, just want to, you know, either apologize or see what's going on and why you went over there. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I don't know. I'll, I'll keep you informed if we decide to send all of that over to uh, all the other news stations. I might, uh, you know, it would definitely would have to be on a day that they have a lack of news, I'm sure. Chris just brought up a good point in chat. What? Well, you know, if your pet goes missing, you kind of got to lead. Right. Yeah. If anything ever happens to our dog, uh, we'll save that footage. We'll exactly know where the hell to go. That's for sure. So anyways, uh, top news story of the day, in my opinion, uh, you can tell me if you think otherwise, but uh, the FDA has officially announced they've given full approval to what was known to be the Pfizer vaccination. How do you all think about that? Not Moderna, but Pfizer. Pfizer. That's uh, that's uh, that's what I've been told, at least. Mm. I think somebody's paying somebody on that one. You think there's money being exchanged under the table somewhere? Well, the one I hear mostly is Moderna. The one that I read about that has the most effectiveness is Moderna. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, everything points to Moderna, but they're going to approve the Pfizer one. And as far as like side effects, people that I've spoke with... And there haven't been a lot that I spoke with that had Pfizer, so it's not really a big survey, not, not that I was taking a survey. survey. Mm-hmm. The ones that had Pfizer had more, I don't want to say side effects, but like pain, you know, in their arm and stuff like that from the shot right. than Moderna. Not saying no one with Moderna had it, but uh, I don't know. It's just really strange that that's the one, because if you told me to pick, I would have said Moderna was going to be the first one out. Well, apparently, so it's not going to be called the, the, the Pfizer vaccine anymore. They're going to change the name. It's going to be called Comer, Comer Natty. The Fauci farce. Yeah, Fauci farce. The Fauci, the Fauci, Fauci jab. That's what we'll call it. But uh, I don't know. I, I, and I'm curious out there for those of you that might have been hesitant in the past, like I have, because nothing's like officially approved by the FDA. 
now that FDA has gone ahead and given full approval, I'm curious to know for those who have not been jabbed, if this changes your mind. Now that it's um, approved by the FDA, now, now there seems that there might be some accountability. Does that change your mind in going and getting your shot? What about you, Perk? Does this change anything in your mind as whether or not you would take the shot? No, I'm, I'm still on the fence and still being cautious. Uh, but uh, it just, like I said, it's just really a flag to me. Why are they approving Pfizer over Moderna or at least not both of them? I don't know. Yeah. You know, I mean, I mean, I was thinking about it. I'm like, okay, well, at least now if something happens to me, there's some accountability. Didn't make me run out and go get it. That's for damn sure. But I do like the fact that someone could be held accountable now because if something happens to you, I mean, you have, you know, they have li- the liability since they approved it. So I'm just curious if it changes anybody's mind. Uh, Doe said uh, he told his wife he would get the vax if it got a Fed- FDA approved. I'm thinking divorce. <laughs> oh my goodness. Oh, if, oh, I'm sorry. F, he told his wife, uh, Chris Unplugged said, I told my wife I'd get FDA approved if we ever get divorced. <laughs> kind of similar. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I don't know. It'd be interesting though. I'm sure it'll change some people's minds. I don't know the, to the extent that it's going to. I'm sure that they're hoping that it will increase the people that uh, go out and get the shot, but I'm, I don't know. What about um, Mary? Have you taken the, the, the shots, the COVID vaccine shots? Dark Bear says the only way I'm getting vax is blow dart gun attack. <laughs> <laughs> hey, government might resort to that. Don't give me any ideas. Well, it's amazing to me as we continue to talk about how, you know, if especially like here in California, if Governor Newsom gets uh, does not get recalled, I can see him going all Gestapo and basically making their become vaccine passports a mandatory thing now, especially since the FDA has given full approval of such shots. And it's still ironic to me how all these people on the far left, they're all about you providing your ID and your vaccination card to enter some places, especially in New York right now. But when it comes to, to, to go vote, they don't give a shit who you are. Isn't that kind of weird? Isn't that kind of mm-hmm. strange? You have to go, you have to give you them your ID to go in to an establishment to eat something that you need to do to survive. Well, it's, you know, I mean, FDA has approved, you know, um, Gordon's fish sticks, but they're not going to make everybody eat fish sticks. So I don't, I mean, I know where you're going with it, but it's just absurd. Well, it is. And especially, like I said, you know, like in New York, how is it that states are going to mandate such things, but not when it's the importance of an election? Dos says we got people coming over the border that are pretty good with a blow dart gun. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Dos. I don't know. Anyways, we'll see what happens. I, I hope that uh, nothing, I don't know, hope, hope nothing substantial happens just because they have given a vac- an approval on a vaccination, which I still continue to call a shot. The way things are going, uh, it's kind of like, you know, po- politics at its best. Uh, you know, it's kind of like what I have up on the screen. It's like two gorillas messing with each other in a very human-like way. <laughs> <laughs> One one uh, one of the gorillas uh, goes and pinches the other gorilla's nipple. That might be 
that might be, uh, you know, they might condone, not condone that. Uh, that might be something in Mr. Cuomo would do in New York. Isn't it wild though? I mean, they're just, they're acting so human, just messing with each other. No, I, and you know, gorillas and, and monkeys and stuff like that, I think are the closest representation of, you know, the closest species to a human, I think. Actually, and, I think it's pig. A pig? Well, that's why they can grow a, a pig heart and put it in a human. And yeah. No. It's wild. Yeah. Google it. Oh, well, you know, a pig can't do what a monkey can do or a gorilla. No, but they sure as hell taste better, don't they? Oh, they do. They taste fantastic. Oh, Who has pigs? Who were we talking about last week that had pigs? I forget. I don't know. I'm trying to find out why Moderna wasn't approved by the FDA, and I can't find. They're not coming out and saying anything. Wasn't Moderna? Didn't Moderna have like more problems than Pfizer, though? Well, Pfizer was the one that was causing uh, enlarged sac around your heart. Yeah, there's. it's never good when you're having a large sac around your body. So, I don't know. We'll see what happens. Uh, but yeah, the Pfizer one is the one that got approved. Welcome to the show there, Cummings. Darkmare says, we share DNA with bananas. No joke. I don't know. The, uh, the, the COVID vaccine might change that. I don't know. <laughs> then again, that might, that might be considered fake news. So I better be careful what I say. Even though I don't think we're on YouTube. Anyways, uh, sticking here in California. Um, the LA slimes, I don't know if you guys heard about this, but the LA slimes basically did a, I don't know. It's, it's, it's amazing to me how, how should I put it? It's they're trashing him. Like the media was trashing Donald Trump. That's how bad it is. That's how much a threat that Larry Elder is right now to, you know, the Democrats and, uh, the LA times, I think last week. They put in a, uh, an op-ed calling Larry Elder the black face of white supremacy. Yeah. Anyways, he brushes off the LA Times column that called him the black face of white supremacy. Uh, Republican California gubernatorial oh, candidate Larry Elder dismissed a column that called him black face of white supremacy as par for the course because liberals are, quote, scared to death that he could actually take control of the state. The Los Angeles Times published a column on Friday titled Larry Elder is the blackface of white supremacy, you've been warned, which accused the Republicans of using, quote, overly simplistic arguments that whitewash the complex problems that come along with being black in, in America. L.A. Times columnist Erica Smith said Elder uses, quote, taunting and toddler-like name-calling, calling his ideological enemies uh, before belittling the gubernatorial candidate with er insults of her own. Quote, I've learned that's that it's often just best to ignore people like Elder, people who are, as my dad used to say, skin folk, but not necessarily kin folk, she wrote, before attempting to insult Elder as a, quote, Trump felony. Oh, excuse me, Trump fanboy. Dangerous, a troll, and implied he doesn't understand critical race theory. His candidacy feels personal, like an insult to blackness. That's what the Times columnist wrote. Why is it every time, you know, you know, the, over the past what year, year and a half, didn't they? Aren't they all calling for you know people to be less white? And now here, the LA Slimes is trashing a black man. Oh, he's not black enough, I guess. He he uh, he's a, he's blackface. He's all about white supremacy, even though he's black. It amazes me the hypocrisy in politics. 
where they tell everybody in society, oh, be less white. We need more color in our society. And here we go. We have a, a man who's a conservative. And just because he's conservative, oh, well, we want color in our society, but not conservative color. That doesn't fit the narrative. That doesn't fit, you know, it doesn't fit the agenda. And it's, it's, it's amazing to me. This guy just, you know, he, look into this guy. If you're in California, and, and I've, I tweeted this out earlier, come September 14th, I don't like to tell people who to vote for. I think you should all utilize your own noggin. You're, you are your best judgment for what you want in your society. If you go along with other people and what they think, then why even exist? Why even have your thoughts of your own? But I strongly urge you, you've seen how this state has been run with Gavin Newsom. You see how what's good for the goose is not good for the gander. He has his own set of rules. Just because you have to be locked down in your home with face masks and your business is closed down, his wine business still ran. He still went out to fine dining restaurants having $12,000 wine tabs. His children went on summer camp without wearing face masks. Meanwhile, your kid is forced to be in school with face masks like 24-7. So I digress on that. But the main part about this is you see how unaffordable it is to live here in California. You see what the gas prices look like. You see the homelessness issues continue to rise. In, in Northern California, you have people shitting and pissing on the streets of, the, of California. Maybe it's time to take a shit on Governor Newsom. And I don't care who you vote for. At this point, any candidate on this ballot is going to be a hell of a lot better than what you got now. Me personally, my vote is going to Larry Elder. I will fully support this guy, and I think it's uh, I think it's something that you should take a look at. Ser some serious consideration. But uh, anyways, the the LA slimes, you know the the wonderful liberals that they are. They have a trash they have a trash newspaper that loses money every year, and obviously uh -huh. a bunch of trash that are writing articles for them. Anyways, we're going to take our first break of the night. You're listening to the Slightly Serious Show on a Monday. You've been listening to the Slightly Serious Podcast. If you haven't laughed, then offended, or engaged, then turn up the damn volume. Be sure to follow and catch us weeknights at 6.30 p.m. Pacific. So how are things going on, on in Afghanistan? I kind of take a, took a uh, brief uh, hiatus on the weekend catching up on news. I mean, uh, last I heard... Uh, the Shit uh, show. Oh, it's a shit show. Mm -hmm. Well, the last I heard, we have Kamala Ding Dong Harris, or as Perch says, Kamala Lama Ding Dong, I think. Or, Ding or Dong. our free thing, our free thing fans just like to call her Camel Toe. We oh. like to keep it a little cleaner, Eric. <laughs> well, um, well, or or maybe a new nickname for her would be Shits and Giggles Kamala. She, oh yeah, she's been giggling a lot, hasn't she? Any um, because if you ask her a serious question, she's all like. Having her little giggle fit, like like she thinks it's so cute. Um, well, you know, um, what, right? You know why she giggles. The reason I mean, she, the reason she giggles is because she like it's she's got like tension up in her. She has anxiety, and so she laughs it off. So she doesn't so she can calm herself down. Yeah, I mean, I you can kind of tell it's a nervous laugh, but it is so inappropriate. 
I mean, bite your tongue, pull nose hair, whatever you got to do so you don't laugh because that is just not right. Well, I, I recall the first time she was laughing was basically when, uh, you know, she was asked if you're going to go to the border. She's like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not yeah. going to the border. You fucking out of your mind. <sighs> well, she didn't say that, but she did laugh. And well, like uh, Chris said, and I'll, I'll add this part. She's kind of doing like the Taliban. She's she's biting her time. Or maybe well, biting her time. Ha ha. <laughs> she is biting her time. The thing is, though, my question is, why why is she even in Asia? When the problem is in Afghanistan. Because that's the furthest away you can get without coming back to the issue. I mean, hell. Um, she, supposedly she took a little trip to Vietnam. Yeah, that's where she is, uh, This, as far as I know right now. So she'll go to and Vietnam it, before she goes to the border, I guess. You know, or, never, or over to Afghanistan. But, but she's probably um, just taking a nice little apology tour. I imagine her next stop, she'll probably go to Beijing again. She, she's got to go apologize to Xi Jinping and then and she's probably got to go apologize to the other Arab Muslim nations and, and well, other that, other nations who hate our guts. Well, why is she going to go apologize to Xi Jinping? I mean, he's uh, some I don't have uh, an article on me right now, but I, I've heard that he's uh, sent bombers over to Taiwan already. They're, they're ready to rock and roll to take uh, Taiwan over. So. I don't think. Well, it's the same apology tour that Obama started back in when he won in 2008. Remember yeah, that? I do. And Dark Bear says uh, he's kind of confirming China flew uh, flew bombers over ta- to over Taiwanese airspace over the weekend. So it's evident that China is going to try to take over Taiwan. My question is: Before we get to the next story here, uh, do you guys think that Joe Biden? Or his administration is going to have the balls, or is there even enough manpower in the military to even do anything about it? Uh, yeah, with the the group they have planning, I hope they don't try to do anything about it because it would be very scary and bad for us, in my opinion. I I agree. I I think as unfortunate as it would be, I say you st- you stay the hell out of it. I mean, you have the Chinese people. Apparently, they're good friends with the Taliban now. I saw like pictures over the weekend of, of them getting together. Um, I don't know. I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. China is the dominant, dominant country in our world. Yep. And I don't see anybody. Uh, I think the, they're, they're good friends with the Russians. And I, I just don't see anything uh, changing. And why don't people want to mess with the Russians or the Chinese? Because they're feared. They are feared. And we're not anymore. No, we're not. Uh, when Donald Trump was in office, th- th- we were feared. You don't, yeah, you don't have to be a bully or a badass. You just have to make everybody think you are. That's good right. enough. Mm-hmm. And we've, lost, we've lost that appearance. Yeah. No, I, well, I, when Reagan w- w- was, in, was in the White House, um, he had a thing called peace through strength. Um, because he, he made a lot of our enemies fear us, you know, and this is the same Ronald Reagan who famously said, Mr. Gorbachev, tear down this wall. Uh, let's see. Yeah, um, Chris Unplugged says, uh, if nobody stops it, they will take over. I think, that, I think it's, it's gotten to the point, Chris, to where it's too late. There's nobody that's going to stop the Chinese. Only uh, Russia right now could do it, and they're not going to do it. No, no, I I think they're too. Uh, they're they're they're. I don't think they're very huge adversaries at at this time. I think they uh, they're kind of both working for the same goal, more or less. 
Right. Yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, Joe Biden, his administration, um, he's all about giving, you know, into anything and everything, giving away the country. That's what Democrats love to do. They love to take care of every other country except their own. And uh, I don't go ahead slightly. Sorry. Oh, I just I just don't know Uh, until something happens. Whether it be in 2022, where the conservatives take back over. Um, but right now, um, I mean, well, Comeric says U S can do anything or America can do anything. I I agree, but with the proper leadership and like you just commented, we don't have that right now. We have no leadership. We, we have a, we have two pansies, one who could barely speak a, a a sentence that's coherent. And then a, a gal who knows nothing about anything. I mean, what has she done in her political career that has been positive? I mean, I know what Mr. Brown would say, but that's aside. That's, you know, that's not going to benefit our country. I mean, there's nothing she has done as a career politician. And you have Joe Biden, like I said, he don't even know what the hell happened yesterday. And you have Joe Biden basically stranding troops and Americans in Afghanistan right now. Oh, not stranded, not stranded. You you uh, saw what Hacky Sack said. That's not the proper terminology. Yeah, well, Hacky Sack says uh, claims that no Americans are stranded in Afghanistan heated exchange, according to Fox News. I'll agree. They're abandoned. They they are they are abandoned. Uh, she says it's irresponsible to say Americans are being stranded in Afghanistan. Okay, so we won't say that they're being stranded. Let's go with what Perch said. They're being abandoned. Does anybody agree with that? It's sad. Anyways, the press secretary, Hacky Sack, grew visibly annoyed during the press briefing. When does she not? Maybe she said she'll just circle back to it. When she was asked whether President Biden was aware of the most that most of the criticism against the Afghanistan withdrawal was about Americans being, quote, stranded in Kabul. Does the president have a sense that most of the criticism is not of leaving Afghanistan? It's the way that he is ordered to, to happen by pulling troops before getting these Americans who are now stranded. Does that have a sense of, does he have a sense of that? That's what Fox News White House correspondent Peter Ducey asked. And she said, Hacky Sack responded by saying, it's, it was, quote, irresponsible to see that Americans are stranded in Afghanistan. I think, this is quote, unquote, I think it's irresponsible to say Americans are stranded. They are not. We are committed to bringing Americans who want to come home, home. And when I heard that for the first time, I'm thinking, okay, woman, what fucking American doesn't want to get back to America right now? We are committed to bringing Americans who want to come home, home. Are you, are you trying to insinuate there's Americans that want to stay over there with the Taliban? I guess if they don't get them all out, they can just say, well, we got out everybody that wanted to leave. Those people didn't want to leave. Oh, yeah. They wanted to stay. Yeah, they're setting up an escape. Unbelievable. Anyways, Ducey uh, followed up and asked whether, quote, there are no Americans stranded is the official White House position. And she dodged this as you know, she dodges everything else. She says, quote, I'm just calling you out for saying we are stranding Americans in Afghanistan when we have been very clear that we are not leaving Americans who want to return home. So she did not deny that we're stranding anybody, if you notice that. She, she sidestepped that. 
Anyways, she also went on to say, quote, we are going to bring them home. And I think it's I think that's important for the American public to hear and understand. I could give two shits about hearing it and understanding it. Hacky sack. I want to see it. I'll believe it when we start seeing Americans coming back to our country. And uh, <laughs> look at uh, those. Dell says he should have followed up with, quote, so if they're not stranded, does that mean they're hostages? <laughs> that would have been a good comeback. Um, it looks like we have Mr. Jeremy on the line with us. What is going on, Mr. Cummings? Hey, did you see the press conference where that reporter looked at Biden in his face and told him that 62% of Americans believe that he's incompetent? I didn't. I'd love no. to see that. Oh, oh my God. It was epic. Biden just stood there, looked like a deer in headlights, didn't know what to do. Oh, my God. I would love to see that, though. You know what the first thing he started doing, though? The first thing he started Did he respond to that, Jeremy? Yeah, he responded, but it was like incoherent, like, uh, my ball's itching, Jill scratched him, and Hunter's doing crack or something like that. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, he laughed. Chris Unplugged seen it. He laughed. That was the first thing he did. Wow. But here's the thing. Okay, what does it matter? What's going to happen if Kamala takes over? Nothing's going to change. It's going to get worse. It could be worse. You're right. I don't want them to impeach Joe Biden. I don't care if they have to put him on a ventilator. That'd be one good thing Trump did was get all these ventilators. The best thing Trump did was get all those ventilators. Put Joe on one of them. If I, guess, I got news for you. If Joe goes on a ventilator, Kamala will be. No, president. she won't. Um, yes, she will. He will be incapacitated. No, it'll be fine, Pert. We'll send him. Oh, we'll, You're we'll drinking that Alabama Kool-Aid. We'll, we'll give her a Spencer's gift card and tell her that they've got tons of penises in there. She'll Wait never know what's happening. Did you did you get did you get a secret note in your my pillow shipment recently? <laughs> no, no, he was there. Oh my god, I saw a picture that you sent of him. Yeah, he was there. I I didn't go. That, I have a huh? Did you shake hands with him? I didn't go. I, I think if Trump does want to, and I, I, you know, I got mixed feelings on it. If he does want to run next election, he better start distancing himself from that Mike Lindell guy. I, I think, don't think that's adding anything to him. Go ahead, slightly. Well, is he showing? Did he? Did President? Uh, did former President Trump show up uh, at the same place as Mike Lindell? Yes. Oh, yeah. I, I agree with you, Pert. I think he, need, he does need to distance himself a little bit. I mean, I, I get that Mike Lindell is all about conservatism. But it, I mean, Jeremy, you have to agree with me to a certain extent that it's kind of getting to the point to where, I mean, whatever happened to, what is his name? Uh, God, I can't think of his name. He was like Lynn. Yeah. Lynn Wood. he was like blowing up uh, one of those social media networks that works like crazy. And all of a sudden he's like off the face of the planet. I don't know what happened to Lynn. I really don't. I, I had, I, 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 um, I tried to get Lynn on the show a couple of times. But here's the thing. I'm going to let you all in on a secret because it slightly knows who I talk to on the daily. And it, it's some of these people that are involved in some of this stuff. And I'm going to let you know because I think this is a little ridiculous. Well, no, I think it's a lot ridiculous. They're making money off of this, okay? They call it the circuit now. They've got, they've got events set up, and they're calling it, oh, we're doing the circuit this weekend. They go and these people pay exorbitant amounts of money. They pay $100 a ticket. They go in there and they get their ears tickled. They get told what they want to hear. These people get cheered. They sell books and then they leave. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I've mentioned that I've, uh, you know, kind of talked, you know, somewhat like, you know, putting things out there like that, that it's just, uh, you know, people are showing up uh, to these mega events. They're they're paying to go see these personalities. I mean, that's what it's become, I think, in my opinion. That's what it has become. I know. So listen, dude, let me tell you something. There's this gay guy called Conservative Ant on on, on TikTok, right? He's 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 gonna be the he's gonna be um he's gonna be start running in the circuit after December. Oh, he's gonna start uh, going to circuit events. Yeah, are they are they like uh like having like raves after you know like after parties like a rave going on? I I don't know I don't know I I know I had talked about I had talked to somebody and they were like you know if your show gets this you know if we could get. You know, this many people listen to your show. We could bring you in on some of these events, and I'm I'm being a hundred percent serious. Earlier, when I did my show, you know, you heard me. I was talking about. I know six people right now that are telling people not to get vaccinated, and they're vaccinated themselves. Mm-hmm. So they're vaccinated, and they're not va- telling. They're telling people not to get vaccinated. Yeah, they're telling people that the vaccine's going to kill them in two to three years, and they're vaccinated. I know these people. I, I'm telling you a hundred percent fact. I know they're vaccinated, and I'll tell you how I know they're vaccinated because. I, I have someone that knows every single one of them and has been with them in restaurants and they open up their wallet to pay for their, they pay for their food and they've all got the COVID-19 vaccine card. Well, they could have bought that off of DH gate though. You know? uh, no, dude, it's a big money. It's a big money thing is all this is. I'm telling you, it's people taking advantage of these people who like to, I mean, my God, dude, Bards is having Bards Fest in St. Louis, Missouri. Are you talking about Bards FM, the war? Yeah, they're making money off this stuff, man. I'm telling you, it's not about, it's not because you care about people anymore. It's not because of that. Just be honest. It's mm-hmm. about money. Mm-hmm. It's oh, about yes. money. Well, do you want well, to, do you want to uh, throw out the, these six people or you want to keep that uh, private? Well, I don't want to betray my friend's trust. Oh, it's sure. crazy this much. Then don't say that. I'll tell you this much. There, they, every one of them have over thirty thousand followers on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Some of them have, some of them have, have talk shows. Some of them, some of them do the circuit, and and one of them buys in. You believe that they're one of these Q truthers? You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. But they laugh about Q behind closed doors. And I know that for a hundred percent fact because I was yeah. I was on a Zoom call with some of them and they were making fun of it. Wow. Interesting. Well, I think in one of my the previous free think meetings that we do on, on Saturdays, um, um, you know, Ray, Ray ha, has has very deep suspicions about Lynn Wood that that he might be be secretly a um like a Q, Q operative and, and that, and that he has gone undetected so far. And, and a thing that seems to confirm that for me is like, when you look back at the smart medic and, and dominion lawsuits that they filed against Mike Lindell and um, Rudy Giuliani and city Powell, like they did for the billions of dollars they did, did they never went after Lynn Wood at any time. And, and he was making disparaging remarks about the whole smart medic and dominion voting systems. No lie. Wow. 
Yeah, no, it's I don't know. I, I, I going back to uh, you know Pertwee's uh, original comment about uh, if Trump is going to have a chance in twenty twenty four, him distancing himself from these people. I think it's something. But the question is here, Pert, is if he does distance himself, is he? What about all the people that are going to these circuit parties? Is is he going to lose the confidence of those voters? Hey. I- you know what? Let Lindell and those other people keep talking about Trump and how great he is, but Trump doesn't have to be there or bring them up in conversation for that to happen. Yeah, that's true. It'll be interesting to see how it all plays out. Now, if the if the Republicans don't take over in 2022, I don't think you're going to see Trump run. I think for a 100% fact the Republicans are going to take the House. I don't know about the Senate. Do you think he would run if the Democrats kept control? Of both parties, uh, of both the House and the Senate. Yeah, because they're the, yeah, because they have to run again in twenty four. So I mean, I, I think he would run again. Interesting. And uh, do you think uh, the Republicans are on board of him being their nominee, though? Yeah, I don't think they want DeSantis. I really don't. I really don't think they want DeSantis because um, DeSantis over the past few weeks. And see, now DeSantis and Trump are giving two different messages. Um, Saturday night was a clear picture of that. I don't know if you got to watch Trump speak, but Trump got booed at his own event. No, I didn't see that. But yeah, Trump got booed. Trump got booed in Florida and in Alabama. Oh, in Alabama! Wow. Yeah, he got booed. Um, wasn't it because he asked people or mentioned get the vaccine? Yes, for safe. Yeah, yeah. He but, told people that he took it. He feels that it's safe, and he was like. You've got your freedoms, and I understand, but I took it, and I recommend people to take it. And when he said he recommended people to take it, he got booed. A sign of intelligence is the ability to look at the facts and change your mind. I'm just saying. Yeah. Well, well, I think the most intelligent thing to do is what we've been telling people to do. And basically get all the, the information they can acquire and talk to their health care professionals and make the best informed decision they would like to make. Yeah, I don't I don't like this. I, I was sort of talking about this earlier, too, about how everything's political now. Oh, it is. And, and, and it, that, that's ridiculous. That, that's, it's, it's absolutely ridiculous that everything's political. I mean, people people have allowed politics to consume them. I mean, it, it used to be that Democrats and Republicans, I mean, my God, they're still the same as they always were. But people are acting like it's a gang now. It's like you, you, you it's the Democrats and the Republicans. <laughs> Did you say the the Democrats and the Repub the Repub what, the Rebloodlicans the Rebloodlicans? You know who I'm stealing that from? No, who was that? Who said that? That's Jesse, awesome. Jesse Ventura. I like that. That sounds like a Jesse. Oh wow! I'm gonna have to write that down. What? Uh, we're at 51 minutes and 22 seconds. Okay. Yeah, the, the, Jesse Ventura was the one who came up with the idea of making politicians wear NASCAR suits, so you know who would own them. That's great. That would be fantastic. I could, I could see like, well, I, most all of the politicians will have a, a tobacco company sponsorship on their badge. You know who got Jesse Ventura elected governor of Minnesota? No, who's that? Donald Trump. Did he? Yep. Yeah, noticed everything goes back to wrestling with uh, Cummings. I do, I do notice that. Yeah. No, I mean, I'm just stating facts here. I mean, it, it's true. Jesse Ventura. The reason Jesse Ventura got got elected in Minnesota. 
is because Donald Trump talked to TV executives, got him on the debates. He used his in with Trump. They all they got together. Trump Trump was an independent then, and they got together. They became friends. Trump funneled some money to Jesse Ventura, donated to his campaign, went out and did some campaign stomps with him, and got him elected. And here you go. Here's the six degrees of Kevin Bacon with that. Trump was on WWE wrestling with Vince McMahon's pick of a wrestler. And guess who else wrestled on WWE? Jesse Ventura. Boom, there you go. Back to wrestling. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. I wrote that word down in both the Podbean chat and the video chat for you slightly. I appreciate that. Yeah, I just... I just and uh, welcome to Dustin watching over on Facebook, by the way. We appreciate you. Yeah, appreciate that. And uh, hey, uh, Jeremy, did you hear about uh, that? We got Britney Spears uh, yeah. following us over on Live. Yeah, on what? D Live. Over on D Live, Brit- Britney. We Spears. shit you not. Yeah, Britney. Got oh my God, her dad finally let her out of the closet. Yeah, yeah. I, I said, look what's so. possible when he gives up control of her, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, pretty soon we're gonna hear Big Sexy in the background start singing, "Give me, give me more, give me more." Oh, yeah, he, he's <laughs> on tonight uh, on one of his uh, Instagram posts. Uh, <laughs> give me, give me, give me, give me some. Oh, I rolled my eyes. Um, well, and in case you missed it earlier in the show, um, slightly and big sexy had to dump on Dagmar mid cap um, over a Zoom, um, a ring doorbell video thing. Uh, oh yeah, she she was trying to uh, peek into our privacy. Hey, let me ask you a question. Yeah. How you feel about the NFL this year? Uh, I I don't know. I haven't. Uh, yesterday, my dad had done the Los Angeles Charger preseason game. Uh, he tells me that there's 17 regular season games instead of 16. I'm yeah. like, well, that's because nobody shows up to the the preseason games, and so they need to make money. So they made one of them an extra regular season game. Um, I actually haven't been watching football for a couple of years. So I don't know what the hell's going on in the National Football League, except for the fact that they'll probably play the Black National Anthem and probably, you know, I'm foreseeing them in all the end zones. Uh, You know how uh, those thugs out in society like to tag walls and shit like that? They're probably going to start tagging the end zones with shit soon. I don't think so. I think they've completely dropped that. People have forgotten about it. You think so? You think think, uh, no more BLM or no more? No, where is BLM? They all disappeared because all the they they got their money and they went to Hollywood. They went to Bel Air and bought their million dollar mansions and it's over. Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, Patrice, uh, she resigned and you haven't heard a peep out of her since she's probably just getting uh, ice cream delivered from Nancy Pelosi uh, and just staying in her one of her mansions that she bought. did you talk about Nancy having her maskless event? By the way, I, I know I'm on. I, I'm on three thousand things, not but. No, I. I we the only one we talked about was the uh, Obama. We, I think we talked about the Obama super spreader event last week, and after his event, I think over a hundred people contracted COVID at his event. Oh well, Nancy had one too, and ever the only people that weren't, the only people that were masked were the servers. By the way, really? Yeah, she had one at her home. And like it was massive. It was like, I don't know, it was like four or five tables and everybody was like crowded all in together. And these people paid exorbitant amounts of money to get in there and rub elbows with that creep known as Nancy. But um, yeah, she had a completely maskless event. 
doesn't surprise me. I mean, I wonder if uh, people were allowed to crap in our backyard. I hope so, but <laughs> me and John DeVito were talking, and the reason I brought up... The, the reason somebody's called, somebody's somebody's called our studio. Yeah, go ahead, Jeremy. The reason I brought up the NFL is because me and John DeVito were talking, and uh, the New England Patriots are having a quarterback battle, right? You got Mac Jones. This kid looks like Tom Brady 2.0. They drafted him out of Alabama. I watched him all throughout, and I told John, I was like, kid's incredible. So the Patriots get him. They draft him. Okay. So the Patriots have Cam Newton. Scam Newton is like we like to call him down here because he got paid to go to Auburn. That's the only reason he went. Right. Well, he's signed a one-year deal with the Patriots. Now there's a quarterback battle because this kid just walked in up there, and he's looking like a two to three. Like He looks like a player that's been playing for two to three years. It's just the way he is. And um, anyway, there were some people on ESPN, and I wanted to get your opinion about this. Cam Newton threw eight touchdowns last year. Eight okay. total. He's That's thrown awesome. one in preseason. Okay. Mac Jones has completed. He hasn't. Th- Mac Jones hasn't thrown a touchdown pass, but he hasn't been playing with the first team either, and there is a quarterback battle. Mac Jones has completed 26 of 38 passes. When they go hurry up, when they run the hurry up, the kid does not miss. He has not had an incomplete pass on a hurry when they run the hurry up offense. That's crazy. Well, we'll see. That's pretty. uh, So, you know what the narrative is now? What is the narrative now? Cam Newton did not get vaccinated. Uh So, when you're not vaccinated in the NFL, you cannot leave your home city for nothing. You cannot leave the town that your your football team is based in. You can't leave it. Huh. And so Cam screwed up. Now he's got to wait five days. Mm-hmm. And now Mac Jones is taking all the first team reps. There was a show earlier today on ESPN, and apparently John's seen it too. And they were talking about, you know, this is now it's Mac Jones's job. Cam just might as well just get ready to be the backup because he's going to go in with first-team offense. They're going to look incredible, and he's never going to give the job back. Mm -hmm. So there are people that are already saying that Belichick and Robert Kraft, because they had ties to Trump, they were big Trump supporters, that this is the definition of white privilege and them showing their white power because Mac Jones is a white quarterback, and he's going to be replacing a black quarterback. Unbelievable. Well, you know what's going to happen. It's going to be Colin Kaepernick all over again. If if Cam Newton doesn't get the starting spot, I guarantee you that's going to happen. Um, I I know we just started the topic of this. I know I have uh, somebody on the studio line I want to get to. Uh, are you there, caller? Yes. What's going on? I live. Not much. I was on. No, like listening to the show and whatnot. But um, I saw this video today they sent about the COVID vaccine. And um, I don't know, it's like an 11-minute video, but it goes like everything of like what's all in it, what they won't tell you that's in it. And like, it was pretty crazy. And like, there's like all these, these patents that they're putting on it, but they're not even listing what's actually in the patent. And then like you were talking earlier, how they changed, they changed it. They changed the formula of it. And yeah, it's just really crazy. And have you, I do have a question for you. Have you been, uh, have you taken any of the COVID shots? I have not. 
And with the FDA that is now going ahead and giving full approval of the Pfizer shot, does that change your mind about maybe going in and getting the jab? No. No, I, it doesn't change my mind at all. <laughs> no. Okay. Because like, I was also like, you know, the reason why like, there's all these mutations in the virus, all these different strands of it is because of these vaccines that they're creating. So the virus is mutating to do what it's supposed to do. Right. It's going to try to get around what vaccines are on the market. Or, right. Or it's going to continue to do it. I mean, I can, I mean, don't you see like 20 years down the road now, like in 2020, if you were involved with, or if you experienced, you know, it's, at one of those commercials, like for a lawsuit, right. which you can't do, by the way, to get the vaccine. Well, well, now that the FDA has given it its full approval, I think, and you know, don't quote me on this, but I think there now would become some liability uh, from the government and from the pharmaceuticals. Now that the FDA, oh, make sure you read the fine print on that. They'll have it on there somewhere, some loophole with it, like twisting of the words, where you can't. Uh, no, I, I agree. Make sure no matter what you do, before you sign your name to any damn thing, read the entire thing. But you, I think you bring up a, a very valid point in saying that, you know, variants. I mean, t- let's take a look at the annual flu. Every year they have a different shot for the flu. They don't call it a flu vaccine, by the way, folks. They call it a flu shot. Well, actually, they were saying this is not even a vaccine. It's not. It cannot be called a vaccine. Let me find this video so I can send it to you. It cannot be called a vaccine if it does not prevent you from getting the virus. If you still have it, you have symptoms, you spread it. But yeah, it's it's not a vaccine. It just subsides your symptoms. That's all it does. Right. And so, like you said, kind of like the flu, how the flu virus mutates every year, and they have to come up with a different shot. It's going to be the same thing, and it's just like I've been telling our listeners. Folks need to understand. They need to realize COVID will be here until the day you die. It's not going away like all of the government politicians and all the news media say, oh, flatten the curve. It's going to go away. We're going to get rid of it. It's, it's a bunch of bullshit, folks. Yeah, oh, we're vaccinated. It's like, so what? Like, take some vitamins. It's like the same fucking thing. Like, you're not... You're vaccinated. You're just like lowering your symptoms is all you're doing. You can still get someone sick. You can still get sick. You can. It's, yeah. it's a, I'm like, where's all this money going for this though? Like, this, this vaccine, this quote vaccine that does nothing. Like, where is all this money going and coming from? Yeah, no, you're 100 percent right. And I follow follow the money. Follow the money. Always follow the money. You're 100 percent right. And uh, if you want, if you find that article or the uh, video, you can send me a link. Uh, I do. I will send it to you right now. Like, e- email um, me. Email me if you want at uh, slightly serious show at gmail dot com. Okay, and, it's uh, coming. Um, <laughs> I appreciate you calling in, brother. I'm going to let you go and uh, get to another. I right, no problem. Good to talk to you again. Well, all right, bye, bye, bye. All right, and. Uh, Hey, also, oh, go ahead. Uh, what, real quick, while you're talking about uh, vaccine and stuff, did you see what Honeybee posted about the region thing up there? Yeah, I was going to get to that. Go right uh, ahead, dude. Honeybee uh, said her first one was the U.S. Food and, uh, food and Drug Administration has granted an emergency use authorization <laughs> for region dash cove um, for the treatment to mild to moderate coronavirus disease. COVID-19 in adults and pediatric patients 12 years of age and older weighing at least 40 kilograms with positive results of direct SARS-CoV-2 viral testing and who are at high risk for progression to severe COVID-19, including hospitalizations or death. 
she also said uh, later on, Regen-Cove is authorized in adult and pediatric, pediatric individuals uh, for post-exposure prophylaxis of COVID-19 in individuals who are at high risk for progression to severe COVID-19, including hospitalizations or death, and are not fully vaccinated, who are not expected to mount an adequate immune response to complete SARS-CoV-2 vaccination. For example, individuals with immunocompromising conditions, such as such uh, conditions, including those taking immunoresponsive medication. So, is that something that uh, was recently uh, given authorization over the last 24, 48 hours? Uh, she'll have to answer that one. But isn't it very interesting that they? won't give it to you if you've been vaccinated. That's very, well, yeah, that's, that's because the vaccination supposed no vaccination is, or, you know what I mean, is supposed to give you a hint of the virus. So if you've got the virus, whether natural or vaccination, what's the difference? I'm confused. The The vaccine does not give you a hint of the virus. I thought it was the virus, uh, minus the, whatever you call it. No, it's no, it's nothing of the virus. Hmm. Right. The the vaccination is mRNA. It builds a spike the spike protein that is in the virus and causes your body to to build up the spike protein that causes the virus, and then your body builds up an immunity to the virus, supposedly through the mRNA, because the mRNA sends it directly to your cells, and your cells begin to build that uh, antibody. So it's tr- it's tricking your body into thinking it's the virus, though. Yes, that's, that's basically what it does. So there's no no trace whatsoever of it in there. No, there's no trace of the virus nowhere in either va- any so, vaccine. Well, it's interesting then that people will get COVID symptoms yet they don't have the virus introduced to it. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. that's what they do. They it tricks. Now the Johnson and Johnson's different. It actually introduces the spike protein to your system. All right, we're going to take our last break. When we come back, I'm going to get to uh, Kim Eric, one, two, three, because I know he's been, that person's been waiting very patiently. So you're listening to the Slightly Serious Show on a Monday. We'll be right back. Enjoying yourselves? Then please be sure to follow the show on Podbean and many of the other social media platforms, including Twitter at Slightly Serious, Instagram, and Facebook. Our podcasts are also available to download on many different platforms, including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, and many more. All right. Welcome back. It's Monday. And uh, Kim, you've been waiting quite a while over there. What's going on, my friend? Are you there with us? Are you still with us? All right. I need you to speak up just a tad. Uh, hear me better now? That's better. Right on. I, I live in Canada. And my question is, I, I just wondered, do you guys here, do you have places like where nurses are being fired and stuff in the U.S. for not we, having a... Well, currently across the United States, uh, well, at least in California, I'm, I can't speak for other states. Here in California, they are mandating that all healthcare officials become vaccinated. Uh, they do have an out to where if they want to get tested like three times a week, they can do that. Per, what, what about over there? Uh, are uh, healthcare officials? Um, I'm not sure what they're doing. I can't remember in Florida. Maybe Honeybee knows, but we have a friend whose cousin was a nurse in Alaska, and she was given a deadline because all healthcare had to have it, and she quit her job because she's not taking it. 
And Eric, what about uh, you over in Georgia? Are healthcare officials uh, re- being required to be vaccinated? Um, not, not that I'm aware of. Um, I hadn't talked to my friend Lynn in, in quite some time. It, ne- next time I do talk to her, I'll make it a point to ask her. Yeah, I do. I do know there are other states because, you know, there's a, a bunch of nurses uh, that are pretty pissed off, basically saying, hey, look, all of last year. I was helping society and putting my life in jeopardy, and now you're going to force me to take something. So I know there's a lot of healthcare uh, well, officials that are not all about and, it. And slightly, isn't it? Was it Mr. A, whose wife is in the healthcare industry, but does not come in contact with any patients, doctors, or anything like that because of what she does, but she's going to be required to take it because she is technically involved in the healthcare industry? Was that? Yes. Yeah. So yep, there's yep. one, Comeric, that's not. Not in contact with patients, but is being required to take it. Uh, and Cummings is saying in Alabama, metropolitan areas are being required to, but rural Alabama is benefiting because those nurses are now working at rural hospitals. What's going on up in Canada? Are they being required to uh, take their uh, shots? Yeah, they are. Toronto, it's, it's, it's becoming a pretty big deal. I mean, there's already a shortage of uh, nurses, obviously. And you know, it pisses me off to the point because, you know, you see all these signs in the window. Everybody's got them on their lawn. It, you know, our nurses are our heroes and blah, blah, blah. And now the next thing you know, they're basically giving them the finger. If you don't have the vaccine, you're out the door. So, well, and I'll throw something else at you. Why would you require healthcare officials to be vaccinated when it is proven that whether you're vaccinated or not, you're st- you still pose you know, you still can contract COVID-19. So why mandate something that is not going to be 100% guaranteed of you not contracting a virus? But they say it's a milder version, though, slightly. And that if you, and you can still be contagious, but it's a milder con- contagiousness, if that's the right word. But I, from what I understand, so if, a, if a vaccinated person contracts COVID-19, they can still transmit right. it. And if that other person's not vaccinated, it's just as dangerous as, you know, the original COVID. Well, but in one article that I read, it was they could transmit it, but it's such a milder version of it. It's not as bad, which I, I didn't know you could have a milder version. I thought COVID was COVID. Yeah, well, I don't know. How, 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 is, how is everything else going up there in Canada with uh, COVID? Uh, well, the lockdowns were brutal. I mean, I don't know whether in the U.S. they were the same. I, I ended up losing a couple friends that, you know, to suicide and stuff. They couldn't take the lockdowns. And uh, really? for an example, really? yeah, like for an example, my, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, no, it sucks a lot. But the, the, the way it went was, uh, you know, my friend, he was a bit of a loudmouth. Everybody loved the guy, but he's the kind of guy you didn't want around your girlfriend just because he was that guy, right? Right. But right. Uh, the way it went was... He always went to my friend's place for Christmas and his girlfriend said, no, he can't be here because of the COVID thing. And that was this, that was his only really go-to place. And because he didn't have that, he ended up uh, smoking some, um, some meth and then, and now he's gone. But you know, it's, it's, my story is like one of thousands, you know, in comparison to the COVID in Canada, I guaranteed more people have committed suicide by far than what's going down with the uh, with the actual COVID itself. And uh, well, and the other and thing, the, the other thing is about that is none of the media outlets are covering any type of mental health or suicide rates. 
Well, there's, there, they do talk a lot about the youth calling into the, you know, the numbers are through the roof. I don't know about in the U.S., but the, the, the teenagers are calling through the roof up three or 400%. You know, for the suicide hotlines and stuff, how many are following through, God only knows. But I, I know it, it is definitely happening. There's no question about it. But my last thing I just want to get in real quick is that uh, uh, in Australia, I guess you've seen what's going on down there. Uh, I, the, the way I, the military type. It's going on. And now I hear the truck drivers are going to shut the stuff down. And, and I, you know, I think for ending the vaccine passports, that's the way is vote with your vehicle. Just shut, you know, shut the shit down. That's my suggestion. I'll leave it at that. I know you're probably not supposed to be swearing on here and stuff. But- oh, it's OK. We're an explicit show. <laughs> we, we get banned all the time over on YouTube, so it's OK. One is an eight lane highway. So basically you would take eight cars to shut it down, you know, and uh that's one way of fixing things, right? Well, I mean, what's the thing? You might have to go to jail, but really, you wouldn't even be doing anything illegal if you kept it to a 60 kilometers, which is, uh, I don't know, 37 miles an hour is the minimum speed limit. You know, I, I know it would take a bit of organizing and stuff, but I, I mean, something's got to come down within well, Canada. You, well, you know what? You just use the excuse of you're just putting the vehicles in the highway because you want to th- them to experience social distancing, so you don't want them to get close to you. <laughs> yeah and, and, in, uh, well, and in australia they shut everything down over a single covid case i Am thought I, that was new zealand was it new zealand i'm I pretty it was sure it was new zealand oh okay well say it was new zealand but that's crazy over one case you're going to shut the entire state uh, country down yeah no like yeah, you don't hear talk about the suicide rates over there either, and I'm sure it's uh, it's got to be pretty high, right? Oh, it's got to be, and you know our our children are going back to school right now. Uh, I think most states across the country, uh, our kids are having to wear face masks in, inside the classrooms. And, yeah, there uh, were areas in Florida that bucked the DeSantis order, and they are requiring masks. And, and this DeSantis, I mean, I'm not American, but I watch the news because it's, you know, uh, but he's the only one that's speaking any common sense. Is there nobody else that's. I like this guy, guy slightly. Yeah, I, I do like this uh, Kim Eric guy. Yeah, he's, I think, I think you need to join us more often. <laughs> no, uh, a lot of the politicians across the United States, um, they're just a bunch of wackos. Uh, our country is going down the shitter. Uh, I mean, you can literally hear it happen by the minute. And every every other country across the world uh, is aware of that. With it, like nobody else is backing them? I I mean, we're, we're backing them, but, you know, who are we? We're just pawns in no the game. State. Like so, no other state is backing them? Like the Oregon? I don't know. Virginia? Or, or Oregon. Oh, my God. They're a bunch of tree-hugging people who like to uh, live on the sidewalks. I don't think they're a state anymore, Comeric. Oh. <laughs> the entire <laughs> coast, Canada. Good the entire luck. coast is like gone to hell. And I live on the West Coast. so. Well, all I can say is I always kind of looked at Canada as another state, basically a small state off the U.S. And we always looked this, this, to the states for what's happening next to, to, for us, right? And uh, so... Basically, you guys are the the guys that got to stand up because, I mean, I, I heard people from Australia speaking the same words. Like, it's all basically on the U.S. If, if you guys don't pull it together, we're screwed. 
Uh, I, I, uh, no pressure I'm, there slightly, is there? I'm looking around, but I don't got any positive news for you at this moment. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's uh, we're trying. We're, we definitely are trying. We're trying to get the word out. We're trying to tell the truths and uh, get people to, you know, a lot of uh, people. I'm sure you've heard the term woke in America, right? Uh, it's it's actually the wrong part of being woke, but we're trying to wake people up uh, instead of being woke. And uh, it'll take some time. Uh, I've t- I've said throughout the last entire year that I don't know at what point it will take for people to wake the hell up to see how their freedoms and their liberties are being taken away every single day. Uh, at to what point does it take to get an American? to realize what the hell is going on. Uh, you know how they say sometimes, sometimes it takes people to hit rock bottom before, before they wake up. Well, all you gotta do is look at Australia. They got their boot on their throat. They're like literally have their boot on their throat. You can't even go outside or go within like a mile of your house. And, and that's real. Like it's happening. So, well, and you know I what? Don't... If the government had it their way here in the United States, they would be doing the same exact thing. Yep. The only thing that's holding them back is we have armed Americans all across this country. 100%. Otherwise, they would be doing the same exact thing. I guarantee it. But will they not be coming door to door for your guns? I mean, that's kind of looking like the next step, right? Well, they're starting to go door to door to make sure you get your vaccination. Well, that's one thing they're doing. Same time, probably. Well, yeah, they might as well ask if uh, they could have your gun at the same time. I well, agree. I just see when the New Orleans uh, happened there with the hurricane, they, they basically just walked in and took the guns, right? That I don't have knowledge of. Um, part you, you would see hear over that. Say that again. I'm, I'm getting bits and pieces of that. What did you say, Comeric? I just understood New Orleans and guns. Yeah, when they had the hurricane, uh, Katrina, they just walked in and took the guns. No, not necessarily. They, unfortunately, they were firing at rescuers. A person that I worked with who lived in New Orleans was taking his boat out to rescue people, and they were getting shot at by mm-hmm. thugs. We'll call them what they were. But I don't recall them taking the guns during the uh, during the storm. Oh, I don't recall any event where they were doing that. Well, for sure they were. I've seen it on the news. And then that's the same Millie guy or whatever his name is, Millie, that freaking uh, whatever you want to call him. I don't know. What. Yeah, I don't recall that. Eric, do you recall that at all? Um, like that, that Millie, that military man, um, he, he's now like this woke general all of a sudden. Are you yeah. watching that fake CNN, Comeric? Is that what you're doing up there? <laughs> I was. Uh, <laughs> oh, he was. Caught you. Uh, at least you're <laughs> Don't watch CNN and God forbid you even watch Don Lemon. Oh, yeah, no, God. really, Comeric. I, I don't remember any time. Don't even watch a, a Chris Fredo Cuomo either. A natural disaster where they've come in and, and took the guns of the Americans. I mean, for one thing, that's their way of protecting themselves when there are times of crisis like that, because there's, you know, I don't know how Canada is when you guys have a natural disaster or anything, but down here, there's too many opportunists and too many thugs that want to come in and descend on you and take, God forbid, whatever little that you have left, whether it be your belongings or even your life. So I don't think they would do that with the guns. Yeah. CNN propaganda type thing showing that trying to scare everybody or something, maybe, or Uh, I don't know. So. I, I would think so. I, I don't. I wouldn't believe any any story that CNN comes out at this time. Oh yeah. No. Oh, that was years ago. I mean, before. They, oh, they've uh, never been very credible. 
Hey, come Eric, talk a little closer to your microphone because we can barely hear you. And we do want to oh, hear sorry. you. There you go. Is that better? Much. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. I just after the nine eleven, that's when I kind of clued in. Okay, there's something seriously wrong with these news channels. You, you, you probably weren't getting, uh -huh. and that's kind of when I went, you know, looking for other places. And uh, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you're into other places, but David Knight, he seems to be the only logical guy that I've been listening to lately that seems to be speaking the truth. Uh, you ever listen to him? I'll tell you, Eric, for the longest time. I got my news off BBC because they seem to be the most, you know, legit and honest and would look both sides of the story. BBC? Yeah. That's what I found anyway for a while. Out of England. I haven't been following him for a while, but there's probably two years that that's what I'd looked at for news. Who is, who is, who is David Knight with? Uh, he was with Alex Jones, but uh, he basically... Alex Jones got rid of him. I don't know. I guess he was too honest. But, uh, you know, uh, I know he's he's really against Trump because he, you know, he's going on about Trump is the one that locked you guys down. Trump's the guy that started it with the vaccines. And I kind of got to agree with him. I mean, it really hurts to hear him say it. But uh, it, 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 what he's saying is it's true. Like, it's, it's true. Yeah. And people still blame him for the deaths, even though he did a lockdown and push the vaccine. So. Uh, you know, yeah, did he lock down? Yeah, but everybody did for a while because at the time, you know, they were just trying to, to get a handle on it, slow it down enough to where they could figure out what was going on. Because it blew up in America uh, crazier than I think any other country. Cause maybe because we have more people that travel longer distances. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you calling in, Kim. There's one other story I wanted to get to, but uh, feel free to call into the show anytime, and uh, hopefully we'll have you back. Hope to see you again. Right. Please give the show a follow, and be sure to check out our other Podbean friends. Quick hamburger. The guy was nice. <laughs> so um, one other story I want to get to. We're not going to get to every single story I have tonight, but apparently the Capitol uh, Police, uh, their investigation in the killing of Ashley Babbitt. They are now saying that it was a justified killing. That's what uh, the investigation and report has to say. Uh, this is from the Washington Examiner. Capitol Police officer who shot at Ashley Babbitt exonerated an internal investigation. And uh, the unidentified officer whom the Justice Department has cleared of any charges in connection to Babbitt's death was not found to have acted improperly following a Capitol Police investigation. The memo, which originated from the commander of the Capitol Police's Office of Personal Responsibility, said, quote, no further action will be taken in this matter. And uh, the Washington Examiner reached out to the U.S. Capitol Police for comment. Babbitt, uh, 35 years old, 35-year-old uh, Air Force veteran and Trump supporter, was shot with a single bullet as she tried to enter through the door near the House chamber during the Capitol storming. On January 6th, the chamber was being evacuated at the time. The DOJ announced in April that it would not charge the officer in connection to Babbitt's death after an investigation found insufficient evidence to support a prosecution. Investigators found, quote, no evidence to establish that at the time the officer fired a single shot at Miss Babbitt, the officer did not reasonably believe that it was necessary to do so in self-defense or in the defense of members of Congress and others evacuating the House chamber. That's according to US, the U.S. Attorney, Attorney's Office in D.C. Um, 
I have problems with this on many aspects. If they're not going to charge the officer that shot and killed and murdered Ashley Babbitt, why are other officers being charged and convicted of killing criminals on the streets of America? Do we dare say or uh, no? Let that go. I think it's a serious. I think it's what is the difference? I mean, let's look at let's take situation by situation. You have an unarmed female walking in. You know, yeah, she climbed through a window, but there were hundreds of other people being going inside the Capitol building as well. So why didn't the police officers shoot and kill everybody else? But yet you have a person that's a criminal on the street, basically trying to resist arrest. Officers are trying to make sure that uh, you know he uh, cooperates with them. I mean, I think in Ashley Babbitt's case, there's there was more of an intent to kill than any other situation that took place on the streets of America last year. Did they ever ID the officer? There's allegations of who the officer might be. We cannot. We have not confirmed who it is. Well. Number one, I think we all kind of agree that uh, Ashley Babbitt was lighter skinned than most people who are at the end of those type of shootings. Mm -hmm. Put it out there. If that officer tends to be darker skinned, I think there's going to be more outrage. And I think maybe that's why they're trying to push it under. That's just my theory, because everything comes down to race and money. It's crazy. It it does. And like I said, if if we want to stick with the facts... Of an officer, you know, if you take two instances, put them side by side, side by side. The only difference, allegedly right now, is the color of skin. Mm -hmm. At no point were either of the persons, in my view, in my opinion, a threat to anybody's life. So, therefore... In neither situation should the officer have killed somebody. No, regardless, regardless of skin color, regardless of gender. The fact of the matter is, if they're not posing a threat to anyone's life, now if she went in there with an AK-47 and shit like that. Okay, right. I can see. Yeah, fucking shoot the lady. And there were people that penetrated further into more hollowed ground, or however you would term that, of that area and they weren't accosted in any way, let alone shot. It's, it's uh, rubs me the wrong way. If you know what I mean? I mean, uh, you had them sitting at Pelosi's desk, right? Yeah. Why, why weren't they nothing, shot? At? Yeah. Nothing happened. So, well, and then you probably had a lot of like crisis actors. So like already on the scene, um, that, that, that are bought and paid for and were kind of, you know, f- flown in like um, fly by night style. Well, to me, what it tells me mm-hmm. is basically when it boils down to it, uh, a certain color is more important than another. That's what we're getting from uh, our justice systems across America. And uh, that's basically that's where I'm going to leave it on that. I would so love to just take, like I'd put up there, joke before, take a shirt. Put on it, BLM, big as can be, and under it, Babbitt's life matters. Oh yeah, and let's throw it right oh, yeah. back. At them. See how see how they like that. 
it's just, uh, I don't know, just very sad. And uh, I, I, I hope that the Babbitt family continues to petition this, uh, to continue filing lawsuits in uh, regards to this. I know there's pending lawsuits. There's pending litigation. And I, I sincerely hope that they get somewhere with this because it's very unfortunate. Out of the thousands upon thousands who rushed into the Capitol, this, uh, this veteran of the Air Force was shot and killed by a, uh, a police officer who was only shot and killed one person. And you can't tell me there's not enough cameras to figure out who it was that pulled that trigger. That place is, there's no blind spots in that building. I guarantee it. Yeah. I mean, they, they probably have more security cameras than a casino does. Yep. And, uh, someone knows, and obviously the, uh, the law enforcement, uh, personnel themselves know who it was. And I think, I think the American public has a right to know who it was. Yep. But, uh, we'll see as of right now, there's only allegations on who it is, which it's probably, it's probably the correct person uh, that they're saying, but, uh, We'll leave it at that. And then uh, I guess really quickly, I think we can do one more. Um, Eric, you forwarded this to me from uh, people.com. Alex Trebek once named his proposed Jeopardy host before his death. And uh, Alex Trebek once offered his picks for who would replace him as the Jeopardy host. The beloved TV personality died in November at the age of 80 following a battle with pancreatic cancer. And uh, after his death, the show featured a rotation of interim hosts. Well, they search for a permanent replacement. And obviously, as you guys know, last week, Mike Richards, <clears throat> quote unquote, stepped down forcefully. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyways, uh, amid the controversy, Jeopardy fans resurfaced an old clip of Trebek talking about two people he thought would make a good host, neither of whom were part of the previous run of guests this year. And uh, during the 2018 interview, TMZ's Harvey Levin asked Trebek, who would be a good solid replacement if you retired? Quote, I mentioned to our producer not long ago that the fellow who does play-by-play for the Los Angeles Kings, they should consider him, uh, referring to sportscaster Alex Faust. And uh, Levin then asked, well, what about a woman replacement? And Trebek said, quote, there's an attorney, Laura Coates. She's African-American, and she appears on some of the cable news shows from time to time. And uh, while the clip made the rounds on social media, fans also pointed out that CNN Analyst Coates shared one of her, quote, favorite quotes from Trebek on Twitter page Wednesday, hours after The Ringer published an article on Richards about his past offensive comments. But to my knowledge, those two are still not being considered. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I don't know. I, uh, he'll be interesting to see what they do. Well, the, well the, the one full week of episodes that Mike Richards had already typed, um, according to reports over the weekend, those episodes are going to air um but you're going to also have uh my Bialik also coming back into the guest host rotation and and it'll be interesting to see um whether you know we might see more of lavar burton and any other fan favorites um or or any like new faces i mean could judge judy like commit to doing one week of shows even though she would likely pull herself from consideration because of her new courtroom show judy justice or any other names that have yet to be considered? That I don't know. Uh, what I'm looking up right now, I'm going to try to find out right now who ha- who is the uh, favorite right now. Uh, we'll see if I can. There's got to be some odds in Las Vegas on this. Oh, yes, I would think. 
Uh, yeah. Let's see the odds at Sharks Best Sportsbooks. Um, let's see. Let's see. I don't know. I'm going to say it's going to be the uh, black gentleman. Who's that? LeVar Burton? LeVar Burton. Yeah. Star Trek and um, Roots and reading Rainbow Fine. Yeah, LeVar Burton right now uh, is the odds-on favorite. Uh, plus 175. Uh, number two is... Uh, oh, that's that's kind of old, though. Let me see if I can mm-hmm. get some updated ones. He was, uh, he was the favorite back in April. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. What do you think is going to be the host there, Mr. Eric? I I would kind of be leaning toward Lavar if um if like the public support for him is loud enough um but 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 other names to consider you know to to me um I know Ken Jennings's name has been thrown out there but but when he was on Jeopardy and and when Jeopardy did away with that um, five day limit on like the the champions you know appearances I mean to me you know Jeopardy you know let, letting like champions you know, go on like un- for unlimited runs like they did to me. I felt like at the beginning, that was a big turnoff, which I think, you know, five days was enough. And Wheel of Fortune used to be the same way back in the old days. And then they changed that back in the early nineties to where the, like the top three, you know, money making winners came back for a Friday show. But, but since like the late nineties, early two thousands, we know Wheel of Fortune is a one time and you're done. Yeah, that we do. Well, the updated uh, odds at Bovada, dot Las Vegas, Bavada dot LV. If you like, uh, if you're a sports uh, gambler, you can head over there. Um, Jeopardy, the favorite odds on favorite as of this minute, Lavar Burton is minus mm-hmm. one twenty five. So you have to lay one hundred twenty five dollars to win one hundred bucks. Yeah, the number two favorite is Ken Jennings. Uh, he is plus one twenty five. So if you were to bet a hundred dollars. You'd win 125, so you get your 100 back in, in addition to 125 dollars. Um, there is a uh, person that all all wagers will be settled as no action if Mayim Bialik, if uh, Mayim, Mayim Bialik is uh, selected as the new host, then mm-hmm. all of the action is returned to all the wagers are returned to anybody who put money on anybody else. Right. So that kind of tells me that uh, they think there's there might be a good possibility of that happening too. So right, if you think Sanjay Gupta is going to win, you could win two thousand dollars for your hundred dollars. And I, I would probably also guarantee it's definitely not going to be Doctor Oz because I think m- many people swear that his performance as a guest host was atrocious. That he might as well just stick with his day job, being like a cardiologist, you know, doing open heart surgeries and doing his you know daily talk show. Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens. We'll keep an eye on that. Um, hey, Pert, are you a TV guy yourself? Am I a TV guy? Oh, gosh, yeah. I grew up on TV, yes. Okay, I'm going to give you, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, I'll give you, you and Eric both, the opportunity to guess this. This is kind of fun. So um, the Primetime Emmy Awards are around the corner. The 73rd Primetime Emmy Awards, that is. And there is an outstanding competition program. So basically, who's going to win the award for the best outstanding competition? If I were to give, tell me who you would pick if I give you these uh, choices. America's Got Talent? No, no. You have, let's see. RuPaul's Drag Race. You have The Voice. Nailed It. The Amazing Race. And Top Chef. Who would you pick? 
Um, <laughs> my guess will probably be the the voice, but the the wild card for me, which you know the the show that had been winning it since that reality competition category started back in two thousand three, the Amazing Race. But but I know some of those reality competition shows had to take like a one year hiatus, especially like the Survivor and the Amazing Race and Big Brother. Eric, yes, but I guess. think you're not, you're not your explanation on each one. But of them. I, I, I would probably <laughs> go go with the Voice. Okay, so the Voice. What about you, Per? I the one I was guessing isn't even on there. Okay. Uh, I mean, I'd I'd almost say RuPaul's Drag Race. I haven't watched it, but just because of all the wokeness, so that's going to be my final answer. Oh, well, okay. Well, uh, RuPaul's Drag Race is the. Uh, uh, Basically, is the favorite uh, minus minus six hundred. You have to lay down six hundred bucks to win a hundred. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Eric, you said the voice. Uh, you, yeah. Eric, Eric's got the better chance of making money. He, Eric can put down a hundred bucks and win a thousand. <laughs> well, uh, but we'll find out like um, next next month. And but I, I, I bet Big Sexy would probably be um, on Pertwee's side, ho- hoping RuPaul's Drag Race gets it. Oh yeah, he definitely. Uh, he would be on the the rule, Paul. Uh, and last yeah. one, uh, the last one is. Uh, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know. I think that uh, that was the my favorite one. Yeah. Well, oh, here we go. Do you think Donald Trump will Donald Trump guest on the Nelk Boys full season full send podcast in twenty twenty one? On the what? The Nelk, Nelk Boys Full Scent Podcast. That's interesting. I don't know what the hell that is. I don't even know what that is. No, never heard of that. No, I'm going to say no. You have I'll to say no, yeah, just because I never heard of them. I'd probably say no to that, too. Trump yeah, would waste his time. You know what? We would, need to, we would need to gather. We need to fundraise a lot of money to make any money. To win 100 mm-hmm. bucks, you have to lay $5,000 oh, to win $100. <laughs> so... Anyways, we're going to wrap things up. Producer Eric, you have any final well, thoughts for tonight? Well, I mean, the, the, this is a great show again, but I, I know like that R. Kelly Aaliyah story, since we didn't have time to get to it tonight, maybe we might try to get to it tomorrow, like before the tomorrow night's trivia game. But ho- hopefully, you know, Honeybee and Jesta, um, I think we will do that one-on-one trivia game very soon. That we will. And uh, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, find out when they're both ready for it. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we'll have to try to figure out a, a, a time for that. I'll have to look into that. But uh, yeah, we uh, we we ran out of time. We got uh, stuck on the uh, Pfizer thing. So it was interesting to hear yep. from a couple of our callers tonight. Bert, any final thoughts tonight? Yeah, you know, it's funny you mentioned Big Sexy earlier because Honeybee and he were on Instagram and she was picking his brain on some good recipes. And she asked him, what's your secret to making a good egg roll? How do you make a good egg roll? He told her. Can you believe it? He, he told her. He gave yeah. the secret up? He did. He said, uh-huh. push it down a hill. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that's one way of doing it, I guess. Yeah. Push it down the hill. There you go. All right. Well, before we close out, make sure you uh, check out the uh, Twitter Twitter. You can catch us over on Twitter at Slightly Serious if you have any I don't know. Any comments, questions, you're pissed off of anything I've said, you can always email me at slightly serious show at gmail.com and also check out the slightly show.com and uh, find out the latest article. And in addition, if you haven't entered the contest on the celebrity death pool, uh, if you want to uh, list three celebrities you think will die before the end of the year as we're running out of time, uh, 
submit your free entry over there, slightlyshow.com forward slash contests. And I don't know, I guess, uh, oh, last but not least, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to plug it. Uh, you know, if you, if you ever have any anxiety or, and stuff like that, try out some CBD. We have a full line of CBD and Delta 8 products. If you go to vaporinvasion.com, check out the wide variety over there. Uh, make sure it's legal in your state. Uh, otherwise, we're not going to send it to you. But uh, check it out. It's vaporinvasion.com in the CBD se- section of the website. Other than that, I hope you all had a great time. I appreciate you joining us live. And for those of you that have downloaded the podcast, you can catch us live over on Podbean. You can call in over there nightly at 9.30 Eastern time or head us up over on DLive, dlive.tv forward slash slightly underscore serious. I hope you all have a great rest of the evening. Stay safe and we'll see you manana and God bless and God bless America. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening to tonight's show. Not all content is endorsed by Slightly. However, if you'd like to contact me for any reason, email us over at slightlyseriousshow at gmail.com or hit us up on social media. Don't forget to share the show and help us grow our audience. And remember, we mean that in the most serious way. Until the next time, good night, everybody. And remember, I love you and I love your show.